I'm Alicia. I'm a mother. I'm a black woman. I'm intelligent. I love to travel. I'm beautiful. And I speak my truth. Welcome back to episode four of This Is 30. And I really hope you enjoyed the first three episodes. And it took a lot for me to come back for episode four because my anxiety just took over. Like, oh my goodness, I shared a lot. What are people going to think? So definitely um, chime in. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to open up a dialogue um, with any of you who are listening um, for, you know, just some discussion and just to let me know your thoughts so you can... um, Send me an email at alicia74 at gmail.com. And remember, that's Alicia with two L's. So I definitely invite you to share with me your thoughts. But on to the next episode. So we talked a little bit about um, me subscribing to the idea of hypergamy. And um, we really kind of set the foundation that it kind of goes against the independent woman lifestyle. Although I do argue you shouldn't have to change yourself if you do want to be pampered and you want the finer things in life. I think you really have to kind of use your feminine energy. Another thing that we talked about um, to hone in the life that you want and manifest the life that you want, thus becoming more powerful and really just honing in your divine energy. So if anything I just said confused you, please go back and listen to episodes one to three and that'll catch you up until now. So I have experienced a lot of just transition in my life um, in general. So in every area of my life and my job, I've been growing more confident in my job. So I was actually promoted to assistant director um, where I work and really been pushing myself to get comfortable with making more videos. Um, in my business because I'm very shy and uncomfortable making videos. I actually prefer podcasting because you can hear me. You don't, you can't really see me. (laughs) And, and then just friendships, lots of transitions and friendships. I've had friends that's passed away, um, friends that are getting married and having babies and really just, um, kind of hitting that next arc in their life. And, a new chapter and change can be hard for some people, especially people, women um, who are single or women who really buy into the idea of having a biological clock or needing to get married and have kids by a certain time frame. And even though you probably have your best girlfriends tell you it's okay, sis, you know, it's still somewhat kind of hard to bite the bullet and accept that and it's okay like it's definitely okay I have those times where I feel like I'm not a factor anymore in some of my friends lives um especially after they get married and it's like of course it sounds petty to say like oh you know you sound like you're in a competition with your friends and their partners their husband their wives their whoever and it's not that um in healthy friendships typically Um, And there are different types of friendships, but I'm more so of a medium maintenance friend. You know, you have your low maintenance friends where maybe you see each other annually at a conference or, you know, you come together for the holidays or something. Then you have a medium maintenance friend where it's like we talk often, we travel, we hang out a lot, we're close. And then you have high maintenance friends and you have it's like that level of friendship is almost like 
you're not sisters, but you're sisters. It's bonds that really can't be broken. It's a covenant. Those type of relationships are rare and very, very special. I've only been privileged enough to have one in my life. So if you have a covenant like that, a really deep bond, a sisterhood, hold on to that um, because it's rare and they are not easy to come by. So I see a lot of talk on Facebook um, just about women in general. So first, we're going to talk about um, friendships and women. And I I had a I wouldn't necessarily say a fallen out recently, but um, a very healthy disagreement with a friend um, because I don't I'm very happy for my friends when they when they have partners and they're genuinely happy. Um, But what I don't like is being blamed like uh, or shoved aside or like we're made made to feel that you're shoved aside or this and that. So the situation was um, with one of my friends, we would all hang out all the time, um, travel together, kick it together. Okay. So one of the friends has a new boyfriend now. So we barely see her. We get it. You know, you in that honeymoon phase. We're not probably going to see you, but after about a year or so in, it's like, okay, so we start now that things are opening up. Do you want to hang out with us? Um, do you want to, you know, travel here for my birthday? Do you want to go to brunch? Do you want to come to the bar? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And it was always met with the, I have to do this with him. Or like, oh, my mother-in-law's party. Or, oh, my, it was just always something. So I'm like, okay. So then eventually, you know, I stopped asking. I'm one of those people that, you know, if the answer or if the pattern has been the same, I'm not going to keep chancing it to see if, if the pattern is going to to, to switch up, you know, typically if somebody wants to hang out with you, they'll reach out to you. So I know that there are some people out there who, even though you might not be able to come, you still would like an invitation. I don't have time to validate anybody's feelings. So that's kind of like a high maintenance thing there. So I'm like, I'm just not that level of friend where it's like, okay, if you've been telling me no all these times, you know, I'm obviously just catching you at bad times. So why don't you reach out to me and let me know when you're available? That never happened. And, you know, so then it, it kind of got um, to the point where, you know, she kind of felt like we were leaving her out of stuff. And I'm like, which it definitely wasn't the case. Um, but I just kind of it got me to thinking. And I and I started seeing a lot of stories on Facebook about women who kind of feel um, pushed aside where it's like, you know, y'all become terrible friends when y'all got boyfriends. And I, I've seen that a lot. And, you know, I wish I had the answer to why that is. I obviously can't answer it. I don't have um anybody that I'm in a relationship with. But what I can say, I do think it's about balance, some kind of balance there. Um, because you do, at the end of the day, you're with your mate. Y'all, mate, It's going to be y'all. And I'm like, obviously, you'll never choose between your friends and, and your husband or your wife or your whoever, because it's always going to be your partner. You took vows. So it's not that. But I do think there do does need to get, be a good balance of you know, your me time, your friends, you know, catering to your husband, just wearing those different hats. So that that's what I'll say on that. But into the episode, 
you know, I'm, I've never been a person. I've always struggled with kind of like my identity because I've struggled with not being able or being like boxed into a particular category, like through college. I thought I wanted to be a teacher, um, maybe a lawyer. Like I switched my major a few different times. Like I couldn't really commit to one thing because I liked so many things. So it was kind of tough for me through college. And I ended up just getting like a uh, just kind of broad degree in English. And then so my job history has it's all over the place so that I can definitely attest to that, that I just have different talents and I like to explore different things. And even with dating, I've never been able to fit into one box in my dating life either, because I like different things. And I'm like, it kind of got me thinking about this whole Zodiac stuff where some people really swear by it, where it's like all Geminis are this way or all Virgos are this way. First of all, I stay away from those people because they are basic human traits and then everything isn't all inclusive. So you can have, you know, everybody can be emotional or be freaky or be perfectionist or be whatever these traits are. However, some of these things in my life that I see as patterns, I do think there are some inexplicable things that only the way your stars are aligned can explain. So about Geminis, they say we're really nomadic. We move on one thing to the next. We like to have our hands in lots of different things. We're very multi-talented. We talk a lot, all of that. And there's been a pattern in my life. In school, I was told I talk too much. Look, I have a podcast now. I have a degree in English. I switched my major a lot because I couldn't commit to one thing. In my relationships, I find it hard to commit to one person. And it's not that I don't love that person because you'll you, people will argue you up and down and say, well, if, you, if you're cheating or if you are talking to multiple people, you don't love that one person. And I just don't think that's true. Um, I think that you can connect with people in different ways because you can't get your needs met by just one person. It's impossible. If it's possible for you, that's great. But I am very much so um, into developing a relationship that works for me. So for me, there are very much areas in my life that I still want to explore. And even though I do desire companionship, um, it's tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough because one, um, the type of dating pool that I'm in, you, I don't want to waste my time dating a bunch of people that the things that aren't just going to go anywhere. So I'm trying to be as direct as possible with like, if I, if I don't like you, sorry, it's just not going to work. Um, I'm really trying to I've been trying to figure out that with me, you know, kind of not being in a box in my dating life, why does that my decisions or my choices bother others? Or, you know, 
you see a lot of women who vocalize their preferences, but kind of throw backhanded shade at other women, where you'll see women say, the type of life that I want, I prefer to be classy and work hard for mine. And you see women like Jada or Ariana who just get on social media to do that. Like, listen, however you come to win is how you come to win. Now, obviously, win is subjective, you know, but I do see two successful young ladies in their own right. And it's called working smarter, not harder. There are lots of people who have quit their day jobs, even with their kids, to make YouTube full time, TikTok full time. Who cares that they're not toiling away behind some desks doing it the old school way like you did we are backhanding other women um, in the process of trying to lift ourselves up and make ourselves seem more classy when you subconsciously think you're better than these women because you don't deem these women as classy and it's like what is classy and it's like you know it's carrying yourself one way it's being poised um but you will get some women who think um classy is just held and um, it's it's owned by just them and nobody else can have it. You would have some people argue that Cardi B isn't classy and you would have some people argue that Cardi B is classy. Now, I would argue that she is a little rough around the edges, but she is a classy, classy lady because shoot, I'm not hobnobbing on the side of the pool with Anna Winter. And I'm pretty sure with people of that status, you have to have some kind of something to be in their presence. So I would say on that level that she's one hell of a classy lady. Now think about it like that. So I asked the question, why are some women bothered by um, others, women's choices to be sexual or to hypersexualize themselves. Because let's be honest, and I'm going to speak my truth here. Men enjoy us to be sexualized. Now, again, this conversation is not for um, those who are kind of devout because we are taught as Christians, you're taught that your body is a temple, you shouldn't show it off. Um, I am speaking in more of a worldly perspective. So I do want to set that foundation there. Um, but there's been a lot of conversation about Chloe or Regine, um, about doing too much. They're doing too much. They're hypersexualized. And it's like, why does it bother you? Think about it. What 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 are we really saying here? Why does it bother us so much? Beyonce does the same thing, but you'll hear it. Well, Beyonce's more classy. Again, you have Janae Aiko singing about Pussy Fairy in a very melodic way. But then you have Cardi B or the City Girls or Meg The Stallion say the exact same thing, but just a little bit more direct. And it's, that's trashy, that's garbage, that's this and that. What is the difference here? Oh, well, this is classy. Why is it when you have women who are a little bit more vulgar in their sexual, you know, prowess, why is it that they're doing too much? Why are we trying to constantly put those black women in the box to really appease you? Why do we have to ask them to dim their light? It's working for them. It's like if being classy is working for you and making millions or whatever you deem to be successful is working for you, then how come what's working for them 
is deemed doing too much. So I really want you to ask yourself, why are you really bothered by people who are LGBTQ? I have um, people I know personally that just just have the biggest issue. And I'm like, well, why are you upset? What 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 makes you so upset? I don't understand. Like, I really don't understand. Or a woman is talking about, you know, her body. So what she's talking about and referring to it in a vulgar way, it's her body. She's proud of it. Let her show it off. So think about why you're really uncomfortable with that. What are you like in your own sexual experience? Have you embraced your womanhood or have you taking the time to see what it is that you do and don't like do you not even like sex or are you just a little bit more conservative with it if is that what you prefer personally are you projecting what you would prefer onto people who may be a little more comfortable and free so I end that conversation here um, I definitely invite you to reach out to me and connect with me, but make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. And I really do hope you are enjoying this is 30.